Okay, we're going to begin this next story. A letter from France, uh, 2022, week 27, happens to be the 27th of June. The 4L needs fixing. Alan went home again last week after spending a couple of weeks with us. First time for three years. Doesn't time fly? We began to look at Ruth's Renault 4L, our local shopping runabout, at the end of last week as it had this smell of petrol hanging around and seemed to be getting worse. I stuck a piece of cardboard under the fuel tank and, yes, to be sure, there was a leak. did not seem too great, but obviously fuel was getting out and in the hot weather it seemed to us that it might be foolhardy to take it into town and risk someone slinging a match in our direction. I might have mentioned this earlier. Ruth and I decided that At almost 78 years old, the time has come for me to stop crawling under cars to do all the repairs. We'd bought a decent 14-year-old one-owner Citroen C4 Grand Picasso last year that we very much like and hope it will last us several years. The other cars, which still number four, are off the road except for the 4L. There's a nice Mark V Ford Escort convertible exhaust fallen off. A nice Merco 190E, just not been used since Covid, and the MGB GT that we were actually using the time we bought this little house in France in 2003. Long story with the MG, but it sits in our garage on a ramp and I've been doing things to it over the last seven years or so. Back to that Renault 4L with the petrol leak. We called at our local garage on a Saturday last and explained the situation. We could not use the car, etc, etc. If it had been the boss we'd seen, I think he would have fixed it ASAP. But the lady in the office, nice as she is, does not have much of a sense of urgency. She just looked at her ledger and said the earliest they could look at it would be Friday week. That's 13 days in the future. Ruth and I looked at each other and drove home. We both realised that having the car hanging around, leaking petrol all over the shop, was not a good idea, apart from the expense with the fuel, the price it is at present. I got out my super homemade car ramps, well, half of them, as the 4L is only small. I put them under the large outdoor workshop area I built a few years ago, attached to the various acacia trees at the bottom of the garden. Super shady and super breezy, ideal for smelly petrol tanks leaking fuel. I ran the 4L up onto the ramps backwards, in the shady area, and after spreading lots of cardboard and foam pads around for my hips, crawled underneath. Sure enough, it was dripping petrol from around the drain plug area. Job one, empty the tank. So after finding the correct plug socket, etc., I collected all our petrol, plastic petrol cans together with a large funnel and attacked the drain plug. Would you believe it came out like a dream? No problems, and I did not lose it either. All petrol drained out about 20 litres, I had a good look around the bottom of the tank. The plug area was good and sound, but there were three tiny pinholes just to one side of the plug and in the bottom of the tank. After a good wire brush, all seemed solid except for these holes, so it looked as if a repair from one of these modern epoxy materials should do the trick. 
had a good look in my large tool and spare store and could only find some dried up pipe repair and a tube of plastic padding of dubious age. The hardener with the plastic padding had also gone hard. <laughs> Onto the computer to see what Amazon FR could offer and I found a tank repair kit that I could have the next day. I admit to using Amazon several times a month, maybe even more. For just a small fee, I get free delivery next day of most items. The tank repair said it was good for fuel tanks, but did not mention petrol. Lots of good recommendations, so it was ordered and duly arrived. In the meantime, I thoroughly cleaned the tank bottom and scored the metal to get a good grip with the epoxy. After all, there were just three very tiny holes. Our stuff arrived and I mixed it and kneaded it and generally got it ready. Sticking it in places was a little difficult, as there was the tiniest amount of fuel still weeping from those holes. The tank was empty, but the drain plug was in a raised built-up piece and would not allow complete emptying. The stuff stuck on eventually, and I left it to set overnight. On examination next day, it looked wet, and indeed it was. The stuff was porous to petrol, and that little bit of petrol in the tank just leaked through the epoxy material. Right, more thorough research needed, and I went to Amazon UK to see what was the most popular there. I did find another product that did categorically say it would repair petrol tanks. It was available from Amazon FR too, and I ordered it from the French site. At the same time, I found a product in the UK called Petrol Patch, and I ordered it as well from the UK site, but this would take four or five days. While waiting for the second product to come from Amazon FR, I had to chip the very first epoxy stuff off the tank. Fortunately, it did come off with a large flat scraper and a big hammer. I did at one stage think about using my battery angle grinder with a flat wheel attached and then thought about my close proximity to the empty petrol tank above my head and the chance of a little spark from the electrical gadget. Non-starter. Other exciting adventures with the 4L can be followed in the story A Shower of Petrol. Back to the story. The little holes were cleaned out once again and were in fact still weeping petrol just a little bit. Once the new stuff came, I gave it the once over and I, indeed it did say it would stop leaks in petrol tanks. The stuff looked similar but was a stronger, almost black colour. Once well mixed, I dived under the car for the umpteenth time and pushed it into those little holes and around the leak area, not too much, and keeping clear of the drain plug. Next day it did look good and there was no sign of petrol getting into the repair. Next job was to refit the drain plug so it did not leak either. It was not like a sump plug for engine oil and did not have a washer to tighten. The thread, threaded plug simply went into the threaded hole. Added a bit of threaded tape for look and in it went, not too tight. Now for the petrol and fingers crossed. It took it all, and has since been on the road here and there, and had another fuel refill last Sunday. So we did have the car repaired and on the road a week or so before the garage could have done it, and I had a feeling they might have said, new tank, which is about €350. Euros.
It might come to that eventually, but at least if I spring any more leaks, I do have plenty of that special petrol stuff stock in stuff in stock. Oh yes, and a couple of days later that petrol patch arrived from the UK, so that is in stock as well. I guess with the best will in the world, I'll still have to dive under a car or two now and again if I want to keep those wheels turning. There's a positive sense of achievement when a repair you have done yourself works out and things go right. That's the end of that little story, brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. Now, a different end to all our stories now, as since COVID, we don't sell any of our publications. They're all free to download from the internet. There's about uh, 200 of these stories, audio stories. There's almost 100 videos, and there, at the moment, there are 10 complete page-flipping storybooks, and you can download any of these from our website, completely free of charge. The address is www. It's a rumlife.com. The spelling is I T S A R U M L I F E, no gaps, and it's all lowercase.com. It's a rumlife.com. Hours of entertainment on that site. Do have a good look and thank you for listening. <laughs>